Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you <laughs> in some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. So a couple years ago, I hit 40 years old, and man, did things change. I didn't have the same strength and vitality that I had before, and I didn't have what I wanted, and that was the ability to work out and have a blast doing it. So then the pounds started packing on. Well, thank goodness I found Chalk, C-H-O-Q, and they're helping real American men just like you maximize your masculinity by boosting your testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. Now, I've been taking the Chalk Vitality Stack for over a year now, and not only am I working out, I've now lost 50 pounds. So if you're ready to maximize your masculinity today, go to Chalk, C-H-O-Q.com, and use promo code Ben for a massive discount on any Chalk subscription for life. C-H-O-Q.com, code Ben, limited time offer. Subscription is cancelable at any time. Chalk.com. The White House is breaking its silence now on Hunter Biden and making it clear that Joe Biden never did anything wrong. Clearly now implying that they know that their son, Hunter Biden, the president's son, did a lot of things wrong. G.W., George Washington University professor Jonathan Turley, was on Fox talking about the White House denial that Joe Biden knew anything about what Hunter Biden had actually done 
And this is what he had to say about the prospect of having a special counsel appointed. And he was the object. He was the reason people were giving millions to these various firms uh, to mm -hmm. his son. And so it's bizarre to claim that this was an influence peddling scheme where the object was entirely irrelevant. He's right, by the way. It's absurd to think that this was somehow entirely, uh, entirely irrelevant, right? This whole scheme, it was obvious. We know that Joe Biden had to be involved or none of this worked. We know that Joe Biden lied, saying, oh, I don't know anything about my kids' business dealings. So just how corrupt was it and how often were the ideas flying around Hunter and Joe Biden? The National Pulse is now exclusively reporting that Hunter Biden's firm wanted to, uh, 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 to assess a strip of the U.S. Postal Service. That's right. President Biden's son, Hunter Biden, and Rosemont Seneca firm considered the idea of asset stripping the U.S. Postal Service. Previously unseen emails now confirm. Now, the news comes as Joe Biden attempts to oust the current postmaster general over election fraud concerns. Writing to colleagues, including Hunter Biden, the disgraced son of then-Vice President Joe Biden, Rosemont Seneca partner said, I still love this idea before forwarding an email discussing the asset stripping of the U.S. Postal Service. Rosemont Seneca is the controversial firm led by Hunter Biden, which engaged in energy deals with the Chinese Communist Party, as well as Burisma in Ukraine, and also the biolabs in the same area in Ukraine. Now, a quick reminder, if you're listening to this podcast, please make sure you hit the subscribe or auto download button and tell your friends about this podcast. Share this on social media. And if you would write us a five star review to help us as Democrats have been attacking our podcast recently with bad reviews. Now, one of the partners, Callahan, was referring to an idea from a friend of Rosemont Seneca, a man by the name of Mitra. Mitra had mooted the idea of assess asset stripping the U.S. Postal Service, detailing a strategy involving the multi-billion dollar New York-based investment firm Evercore. Now, I want you to think about what they're talking about right now. What they're talking about is they're saying, all right, let's get rid of the Postal Service, let's strip their assets, and then we can make money off them. This is not a joke. This was emails now we know that Hunter Biden was involved in. I was talking about the Evercore. I was talking with the Evercore guys today. The email says Evercore has a contract with the United States Postal Service. Who knows what they do? Strategic advice, they say. Probably they are just selling off the real estate quickly as the U.S. Postal Service is in a six, seven billion dollar hole. Think of it. United States Postal Service real estate in New York, D.C., Chicago, L.A. is worth 30 billion. If you can find a good firm to fund this, can't. To fund this can be a huge play. Just retail real estate like Grand Central Station. Let me know. So they see a vulnerability with the Postal Service. And Hunter Biden's like, I love this idea. This is a great idea. Let's get involved with this. Guess who's on the email? Devin Archer. Same guy that's been charged with crimes. Joe Biden's son. Rob Walker. They're all there on the email. So now they're saying, all right, we need to get our hands on these assets. Maybe they need to sell these assets. Well, who better to push for the sale of government assets than the vice president of the United States of America? Now, the news comes after the 2020 election, during which operatives on the political left accused Donald Trump of attacking the Postal Service over his concerns with mail-in ballots. The revelations are also concerning, given that current President Joe Biden keeps insisting on removing the current Postmaster General. 
as Biden seeks to, quote, fundamentally transform the service with focus on election funding and a green agenda. The ideas presented on Hunter Biden's hard drive did not appear to lead anywhere, though it may go some way to explaining Biden's current obsession with removing the Trump appointing de joy. Last year, Biden began stacking the U.S. Postal Board with special political allies after being urged to do so by far-left members of Congress. Last year, without specifics, outgoing White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki blasted the United States Postal Service Postmaster General DeJoy, saying, quote, we are, of course, deeply troubled, continue to be deeply troubled, as many Americans are by the earlier reporting on Postmaster General DeJoy's potential financial conflicts of interest and take serious issues with the job he's doing running the Postal Service. It's up to the board to make a determination about leadership. But we have, con- we have continued concerns about the Postmaster General's leadership. Now, the behavior strikes a worryingly familiar tone to that of Joe Biden. And let's go back to Ukraine in 2016. Remember during that Council on Foreign Affairs Relations event, the former VP appeared to admit that he leveraged the USA to Ukraine in order to force out a Ukrainian prosecutor who was investigating his son's former company, Burisma. Let me remind you of what Joe Biden said then, and this is just how blazon he was with corruption. Quote, I said, you're not getting the billions, Joe Biden said. I'm going to leave here, and I think it was about six hours. I looked at them and said, I'm leaving in six hours. The prosecutor is not fired, then you're not getting the money, referring to U.S. government loans. Biden said he told Poroshenko before concluding, well, son of a B, he got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid at the time. Solid for Hunter Biden, that's for sure. We know that now. No different than the Hunter Biden United States Postal Service email was sent just after a deal was struck between the Postal Service and Evercore, an investing and consulting firm led by former Clinton Treasury Secretary appointee Roger Altman. Altman, a college friend of former President Clinton's, was forced to resign, by the way, from the U.S. government in 1994 after admitting before the U.S. Senate that he had not, or excuse me, that he had given White House officials a heads up on nine criminal referrals, according to CNN. Targeted Clinton's 1985 gubernatorial campaign and named the Clintons as witnesses in others. The news comes as corporate media organizations admit the veracity of Hunter Biden's hard drive and the associated emails within. The National Pulse was one of the first and most frequent outlets to report on this hard drive, And they have broken this story now. Now, this is why this matters. It shows another level of corruption from the laptop from hell. That's what we now know. We know that Hunter Biden's firm wanted to basically strip the United States Postal Service of their assets and then own those properties while they were paid millions and millions and millions, maybe not, not, let me rephrase that, billions of dollars from the government to rent the buildings they currently own because they said they've got financial problems. Hunter Biden's bio firm, we also now know from these emails, partnered with Ukrainian research, isolating deadly pathogens using funds from, you guessed it, Obama's Defense Department. Chinese energy firm, this is something else that has just come out of these emails that no one seems to be talking about, which is exactly why we need a special prosecutor. And let me go back to what I said a moment ago about this story from the very beginning. You listen to what was said by Fox News on Fox News Channel by Jonathan Turley, this George Washington University law professor. Listen to him again, what he's saying, because I'm going to tell you about this other deal with China and Saudis. Listen. And he was the object. 
He was the reason people were giving millions to these various firms uh, to mm -hmm. his son. And so it's bizarre to claim that this was an influence peddling scheme where the object was entirely irrelevant. White House keeps saying Joe Biden knew nothing about this, had no idea what his family was doing, had no idea what his brother was doing, had no idea what his son was doing. And he's just been hoodwinked on all of this. He didn't talk to his son about his business dealings, but we know that's a lie. He had no idea why his son was finally with him to China when he had a full schedule, but came back with billions in loans. Right. He had no idea that his son was getting three point four million or whatever that number was. It may have been more than that from a Russian oligarch, right? Had no clue any of this was going on. Had no idea any of it was happening. And so now the White House is saying, all right, we know Hunter Biden's a drug addict. We know Hunter Biden made mistakes. We know Hunter Biden made some oopses here. Fine, we're sorry he made the oopses, but remember, you should feel sorry for him and have compassion for him because Hunter Biden was a drug addict. But his dad knew nothing about this. There was no part of this that he understood, knew anything about, or did anything with. That's what is being said by the White House now. So you can't make accusations or connect dots because Joe Biden didn't know it. And that's the story we're now sticking with to save his white, this presidency in this White House. That is a story and we're not budging on it. The media with this Hunter Biden story is freaking out in defense mode now. They've got to pivot their narrative. They know they're going to lose some credibility, but they're not really worried about that because they buried the story for so long that maybe people forget just how corrupt they were. And don't even worry about that. Like they're freaking out, but they're like, we've got to protect the presidency at all costs. We've got to protect our guy, Joe Biden. We can't admit that Joe Biden did something wrong. We can't have this turn into some sort of impeachment resolution. If the Republicans gain control of the House and the Senate, we've got to make this just disappear and isolate the president. So if we've got to throw down, and we will, if we've got to throw down, let's throw down. And if we've got to protect, if we've got to save, whatever it is, if we've got to just hold back for a moment, right, on the president and indicting the president, and we can just move forward on, on destroying Hunter Biden, or if he's a sacrificial lamb, then we'll do it. But that's why you see the pivot that we have right now. It's exactly what Turley said on Fox News Channel. I've been saying this now for months. The fact is that these media outlets had no choice uh, but to pivot because there is a serious risk now of an indictment coming out of Delaware. That indictment, very likely, if it does come out, uh, would cite evidence from the laptop. So these, they had to make this pivot uh, in anticipation of that risk. But it has left this real unintelligible position. You know, they're willing to recognize the authenticity of the laptop now, but they don't really want to talk about what's on the laptop, mm. which are hundreds and thousands of emails and pictures, some of which refer to the President of the United States. And what's really odd about this new narrative, which is not just coming from the White House, but from the same media outlets, is that maybe Hunter Biden did engage in a multi-million dollar influence peddling scheme. Maybe he did commit crimes, but it has nothing to do uh, with the president. Well, that's just not true. I mean, the, the, these emails refer to the president. They use code names like the big guy or Celtic. In one email, uh, a person is warned not to use the president's name. Warned to not use the president's name. All right, so let's talk about these other 
stories real quick, right? Let's 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 really talk about it. There's another story that's come out, and it's one that's pretty significant. It's one that the media is not touching. Saudis signed a gas deal with Hunter Biden-linked Chinese energy firm. The Chinese state-run company, directly linked to Hunter Biden, the son of the President of the United States of America, recently partnered with a Saudi Arabia's lithium petroleum and natural gas company to collaborate on energy production. The agreement, reported elsewhere without the Hunter Biden linkage, comes amid Saudi and United Arab Emirates, UAA leaders declining calls from President Joe Biden to produce more oil against America's surging oil and gas prices. Now, these stories were talked about. They were mentioned, okay, in multiple different news outlets, but all of them admitted the connection to Hunter Biden. Why would you do that? In the same time period, Saudi Arabia's state-backed firm, Saudi Aramco signed a preliminary agreement with China Petroleum and Chemical Corporation aimed at boosting its presence in the world's second largest economy. Quote, this agreement provides a basis for continued downstream cooperation between Aramco and this Chinese firm. Capitalized on each company's strengths and their long-term relationship, the statement added. Now, the signing of this agreement will support our refinery feedstock optimization and downstream development, petrochemicals specifically, while offering a new opportunity or new opportunities to deepen and expand activity amid an accelerating global energy transition. That is what the president of the Chinese company said. Quote, such collaborations promote our downstream integration and expansion strategy in Asia and support our broader objectives of becoming a global leader in liquid to chemicals and a resilient and reliable supplier of one of the lowest upstream carbon intensity oils to meet China's growing demand, is Mohammed Al-Qartani, the senior vice president of the company in Saudi Arabia, said in their statement. Now, Sinopec, also known as China Petroleum and Chemical Corporation, is a Chinese communist regime-controlled oil and gas enterprise. Its fully-owned subsidiary, Sinopec Marketing Company, enjoyed nearly $1 billion in investment from Hunter Biden's private equity firm, BHR Partners. Finalized in March 2015, the investments from the controversial investment fund led to BHR Partners amassing a nearly 30% stake in Cinepec. Hunter Biden, we are being told, reportedly still owns, and listen to this, please, share this with everyone you know. Share this on social media. Share our podcasts and make sure people hear this because Remember during the election, we were told that Hunter Biden was going to divest all of his holdings in China. So there would be no conflict of interest. The White House has been asked about this over and over again. They say he's a private citizen. They refuse to answer the question. It's been reported multiple times now that he did not divest his interest in the Chinese energy companies. So right now, while the president of the United States of America is trying to get Saudi Arabia 
to do things so that your gas price will be lower. His son is profiting off the high gas prices because he's got this deal with Saudi Arabia and he's got this deal with China and he's making a killing off of it. Now, Hunter and the White House, during the election right after, they made it clear that he was not going to keep the investments. They said it over and over again. And then the media kept saying, hey, it's still being reported that Hunter owns this 10% stake in BHR Partners, whose LinkedIn profile highlights its Cinepec investment, revealing it was involved in the pilot state-owned enterprise reform deal involving the segregation and capital. Now, that's still up right now on the LinkedIn profile. The new deal, by the way, follows Cinepec, fueling Shell gas field hitting a Countrywide record for production quantity and building its largest ever natural gas storage facility. It's the Biden White House canceling the construction of the Keystone Pipeline. So let's just deal with that fallout for a moment. You have two things that are happening now that may be giving massive amounts of cash. I mean, huge dollars to the Biden crime family. You have an energy policy. Well, let's let's let me rephrase that. We got three things here. Okay. So, so number one, all right, first off, right, the first thing we have that's a major issue of, of importance, right, is that you've got Hunter Biden who still has all this money and the White House and everybody else lied to you about that, okay? That's number one. Number two, we now know that the energy policies and decisions being made by Joe Biden right now All of the decisions he's making are actually making Hunter Biden profit from the deals in Saudi Arabia and profit from the deals in China. That's happening. Whether you want to admit it or not, that is the truth. So every time oil and gas prices get more expensive, right? Every time oil and gas prices go up and every time that Saudi Arabia profits so does the company that is invested in this deal with china and saudi arabia you understand what i'm talking about right i want to go back to this entire broader picture now that you know what some of these headlines are and i'm going to break some even uh different news for you on the direct connection between hunter biden and joe biden the media is going to tell you that Joe Biden knew nothing about Hunter Biden's business dealings, and that's the only defense they have when Hunter Biden gets indicted. They're going to say he's just a drug head, a crackhead, whatever, making dumb decisions. His dad knew nothing about it. We now know that's a lie. I'll give you another example of how intertwined the two of these men were with one another, father, son, doing business together every day. Joe Biden's White House chief of staff is also his former chief of staff when he was the VP. His name is Ron Klain. Now, Ron solicited money from Hunter Biden for the VP residence back in 2012 email show. We also know from these emails now that Ron was smart, telling Hunter Biden to keep this low, low key. Said it could be bad PR for the residence. Now, I'm going to tell you about that story in a moment, but let me just remind you how much Ron Klain has to lose here. Now, this week, Ron Klain went on, oddly enough, ABC this week. To defend the president. Now, this is the guy who's trying to protect his boss at all costs because he's got to protect his career and his corruption now at all costs. So George Stephanopoulos, remember, guy that worked for Bill Clinton, 
has run on and tries to basically spin this whole thing with Hunter and Joe Biden separating the two men from one another. Now, he knows from his own emails, which we're about to expose to you, that the two men did business together and worked together all the time, that Hunter Biden and Joe Biden were one and the same. He knows this because he was writing the emails on behalf of Joe Biden to Hunter Biden back in 2012 about their business dealings. And I'm going to tell you what were in those emails in a second, but listen to him this week. And this is how you know this White House is terrified that they may lose control of this story. I've never heard the president uh, say that uh, uh, advocate the prosecution of any person. Uh, Look, uh, one reason why Joe Biden got elected was he promised that we take the decision over who got prosecuted and what away from the White House and put it in the Justice Department. Only Richard Nixon and Donald Trump in the modern era believe prosecution decisions should be made in the Oval Office, not at the Justice Department. We've returned the practice that every other president, Democratic and Republican, has had since Watergate, other than Trump, to let those decisions be made at the Justice Department. The president has confidence in the Attorney General to make those decisions, and that's where those decisions should be made. We also know the Justice Department is intensifying its investigation into Hunter Biden, the president's son. I assume the president has had no contact with the Justice Department about that? I, I love that question. I assume the president's had no, you know, uh, trying to influence the Justice Department. Now, that's a setup question, right? That was a pre-designed question. I'm sure George Stephanopoulos let the White House chief of staff, Ron Klain, they're good friends, know, hey, I'm going to ask this question, so be ready for it, and you can answer it perfectly. Ready, set, here's the response. We also know the Justice Department is intensifying its investigation into Hunter Biden, the president's son. I assume the president has had no contact with the Justice Department about that. I, I love that. I really do love the question. This is all political theater BS. I'm going to look like I'm independent. I'm George Stephanopoulos. I'm going to ask you a tough question here, Ron. Here is the question, and I'm just going to make it look like I'm asking you a tough question. And then I know what your answer is going to be. So this will be perfect and will protect Joe Biden. Uh, neither the president or any of us at the White House have had any contact with the Justice Department about that. Is the president confident Hunter Biden didn't break the law? Uh, of course the president's confident that his son didn't break the law. Uh, but most importantly, uh, as I said, that's a matter that's going to be decided by the Justice Department, by the legal process. It's something that no one at the White House has involvement in. The Washington- no one at the White House has involvement in. There's your line you can keep going back to. That is the line of this White House. That's their only defense. Well, we weren't involved in this directly now, right? The White House staff is always implying, well, the White House staff was never involved in this, right? This was the vice president of the president when he was involved directly. This idea that the White House wasn't involved in this scheme, it's like, well, no crap. The president, though, who basically is the White House, was absolutely involved in the scheme, in the pay-to-play operation. And so what they're going to keep saying is, There is nothing in here that says anything about any of this with the White House's involvement. We are squeaky clean at the White House. The White House staff is completely clean. No one's accusing the White House staff, by the way, of not being clean. Okay, no one is. Not a single person has said that the White House is doing anything right now that is per se corrupt because all the emails are direct. All the emails are between Joe Biden with what he's doing with his dad Hunter, or excuse me, Joe Biden, the dad with Hunter Biden, the son. That's the entire ball game here. So don't, don't be fooled by this crap that this is somehow, you know, oh, well, hold on a second. There's no one in the White House that's involved in this. No one said that there was in this White House in 2022. It's the president who's involved. 
and the president's son directly. So let's go back to these emails from the same guy that you just heard talking, the White House chief of staff, who was also the vice president's chief of staff. Let's go back to when he's like, hey, I need to talk about this money for a second. President Joe Biden's chief of staff, Ron Klain, allegedly emailed Hunter Biden in 2012 to ask him for money for his father. Hey, I have to tackle a piece of unpleasant business, he wrote in that September 2012 email to Hunter Biden, now revealed by Fox News. Klain explained to Hunter his father needed to raise $20,000 in a week to keep up the VP Residence Foundation as a public charity. I'm hitting up a few very close friends on a very confidential basis to write checks of $2,000 each, he reportedly wrote. Klain stressed it would be very embarrassing if the news went public and stressed the importance of secrecy. We need to keep this low, low key because raising money for the residents now is bad PR, but it has to be done, he continued. Biden at the time was running for re-election as vice president with President Barack Obama. That's why it would have been embarrassing. Klain promised donors to the foundation they would that they would do an event for the foundation after the election. Is it okay, question mark? He asked Hunter Biden, let me know. The incident demonstrates that Biden's staff appeared comfortable reaching out to Hunter Biden for cash when needed. So after all the lies, after all the coordination, and working arm in arm with, with not only the president's son directly, but also working with the left media, big tech, right before the election, the establishment media is finally having to admit that the bombshare Hunter Biden laptop not just is authentic, but it had major information about it then and knew it was, in fact, authentic. They're having to admit now that Hunter Biden is a scumbag, but they're going to say you should feel sorry for him because he was a drug addict. White House Chief of Staff, who you just heard, he was also the Vice President's Chief of Staff, ultimately raised the money according to tax records. It's unclear whether Hunter Biden ponied up the cash for his father. I'm sure he did. Hunter emailed his business partner, by the way, about the request, and they discussed whether or not they would accept a check from his law firm. So it's pretty clear that Hunter Biden knew when daddy needed money, you give him the money he needs, and his chief of staff was the go-between. So when you hear the White House chief of staff show up there on TV and he's trying to spin this thing the way he's trying to spin this, say, saying the president's confident that Hunter Biden didn't break the law, he knows just how deep it really is. Washington Post also reported this week on deals that Hunter Biden had with a Chinese energy company, paid $4.8 million to entities controlled by Hunter and the president's brother. Is the president confident his family didn't cross any ethical lines? I love how he used the word ethical lines, right? The ethical sounds like it's a non-criminal line that was, if it was crossed, it was only an ethical line that was crossed. It wasn't a criminal line. That's the reason why you have this question come this way. They want you to think that this is just a gray area, that maybe it was a bad ethical decision, but it was certainly not a criminal decision. That's what they're describing here. Right? This is, this is just a ethical decision. It's about the ethics of the situation. It's about the ethics, right? Well, maybe we made a mistake here, but it wasn't criminal. Right? Joe Biden never did anything wrong. Hunter Biden did, but he was a drug addict, so it's okay. Feel sorry for him. But there was nothing that was ever done here that was that was wrong criminally. 
This was just an ethics. That's why you set him up for this question. And that's why you had the White House chief of staff, the same guy that was asking Hunter Biden for money in these emails back in 2012, respond the way that he responds. Well, there's nothing that this White House has done that's been unethical. Well, all the stuff we're talking about now was before your time there as in present tense. Uh, George, the president is confident that his uh, family did the right thing. But again, I want to just be really clear. These are actions by uh, Hunter and his brother. They're private matters. They don't involve the president. And they certainly are something that no one at the White House is involved in. White House is not involved in this. Private matters with the president and his brother. His son and his brother, right? There's no indication that any of this is anything different than that. I'm going to keep covering these stories. I'm going to keep telling you about the Saudi executives signing these deal with the Chinese. I'm going to keep telling you about the White House chief of staff. I'm going to keep telling you about how they're trying to spin this. Right? I'm going to keep telling you about this the White House chief of staff, vice president chief of staff at the time, soliciting money from Hunter Biden for the VP's residence in 2012 with the email saying, keep it low, low key, because this all needs to come out. There's a reason why CNN waited 532 days after their initial reporting that was a Russian hoax to admit that Hunter Biden's laptop is authentic and it is real. And in the same time when they said that, when CNN's no longer calling Hunter Biden's laptop Russian disinformation, they still continue to give you propaganda by saying, but we know that there's no wrongdoing here by the president, right? This is still very far from Joe Biden. Do you believe them? So there's a lot of issues that the, the Justice Department has looked into, including, of course, uh, this laptop that uh, on the right wing has, has featured a lot of a lot of stories about, about Hunter Biden. We know the FBI has possession of it and that they believe it is his laptop, that the contents of it are his. Are his. But don't worry, it's right wing media that's been talking about this. We'll still indict the right wing media. So no, this is a political scam, not a real story. That's how we'll spin it over at CNN. We'll admit it's real 500 plus days later, but just know it's the right-wing media that did this. Please share this podcast with your family and your friends. Hit that forward button. Most importantly, hit the download, auto-download, or subscribe button so you get this podcast each and every day. And please, if you take five seconds to write us a five-star review, it helps us trend on the charts so that more people get to see this show Uh, on the podcast chart. So wherever you're listening, if you'll write us a five-star review, thank you. See you back here tomorrow. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. 
Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you <laughs> in some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.